Welcome into the podcast closet. You are listening to episode 60 of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as... Classic Concert Performers. I like it. Thank you. Classic to us. No, by definition. Really? They old. Oh, like classic rock, I guess. Yeah. Did you have any that don't fall under the genre yeah. of classic rock? Me too. I think I have But they influence a couple. rock. Predate rock. This mm-hmm. was the early rock era. Yeah. So, for those who aren't aware of what we're talking about, would you like to explain, Cass? Okay, so for our listeners out there who have listened to even just a few episodes, you know we like a good top ten. And since this is our 60th episode, we thought, why not rank our favorite artists and bands from the 1960s? Right. Musical artists. Not, uh, no Andy Warhols on this. I think if people have listened long enough, they know that we're not, like, Maybe we just haven't shown that that. kind of art. We haven't shown that part of our personality yet. It's hard to show. I mean, on a podcast, art appreciation on a podcast. Um, But there will be an Andy Warhol related thing online. Dang, that should be a clue. Oh wait, I think I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Certain album cover. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so we're. Counting down the top ten, if you've listened to any of our top tens, it's going to just go back and forth. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Obviously, we're not going to start with number one. Are you insane? Me or the listeners? Anyone. Okay. Uh, I am not. Me neither. Good. Okay. I think you should start. All right. You want that last yep. say? Okay. That's fair. All right. So my number ten... Is my number ten? Th- okay, sorry, I need <laughs> to do a little bit. So this is just our personal list. This isn't like who we think are the most influential or had the best albums in the sixties. Our 60s. favorite, you know what I said? Right, and then we forgot to give the qualifier of they just had to have released an album in the sixties. That was our qualifier because mm-hmm. some of these maybe they weren't big in the sixties, but they did start in the sixties. Or at least had an album in the 60s. I have some on my list that like started in the 50s and had albums in the 60s, that type of thing. That is okay. Okay. Just making sure we're on the same page here. This, uh, I guess I should say, this did make me want to do one for the 70s because... Because you realized... A lot of my people are actually from the 70s. But I still was able to come up with a very solid list. I mean, well, I know one great band that we were both have wouldn't be on that list because they ended in the 60s, right? I think they ended in 1970. Oh, they could they could make my list. Okay. Anyways, without any further rigmarole, now we may get into it. My number 10 is The Temptations. Ooh. I didn't know you were a big temp head. Please explain. <laughs> uh, we call ourselves Tations. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so The Temptations, for those unaware, are like Motown era. Um, is it doo-wop a proper... That might not be it. But is that the proper term for it? I don't know. Anyways. You're the one that picked this band, so. (laughs) That's a good point. You should be the expert. So, for. I'll just throw out some songs and that'll probably jog people's memory. So, we got My Girl. Mm -hmm. You got Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Get Ready. You know, Get Ready because you're out of 
So this is like a group of five African American men, and they sing a cappella. They don't have any. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Well, I, there's backing music. I'm sorry, but they don't play instruments. They just sing and yeah. dance. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's a term for that. I'm not missing, but oh no, I th- you might be right then. About do what? Does that sound like a thing? That sounds like a thing. I mean, I know it's a thing, I guess. I don't know if it's a... Anyways, they were part of the Motown movement, you know, Smokey Robinson and all that. Sure. Um, so, those are some of my favorite songs. My favorite album. So, I, I also listed my favorite album from each of the bands that came out in the 60s. Um, for them, it was Getting Ready, which had Get Ready on it. Also, um, Papa Was a Rolling Stone was another good song by them. Mm-hmm. For those unaware of their story, they have a very interesting story as well of, like, turmoil in the band and stuff like that, and members leaving and coming back and yeah. stuff. There's Drama. a... I don't know if you've ever seen it. We used to watch it in, like, um, music class in high school and maybe middle school. There's a VH1 miniseries from 1998. I think it's just called The Temptations. It's it's actually really well done. Really well done, yeah. Um, mm. So I'd recommend that if you haven't seen it. And then uh, this is my X Factor that I was telling you about before we started recording. Uh, Boys Glee hits. So we sang My Girl and Boys Glee. That's my uh, X Factor hit. Yeah. For those that did not catch that, Caleb was in a <laughs> choir group in high school called Boys Glee. And we sang My Girl. I, I want to see the And I think we tapes. even did a little dance for it. Oh my god. Please tell me there's footage of this. I'm sure somebody's parent has... Asher's mom or dad might actually have it because he was in boys glue that year i think oh heck yeah we're gonna look this so, up so we'll have to ask if he has that yeah you but, should but i don't know if if they were there for that one or not but anyways that is my number 10 the temptations my number 10 a band that just barely made the cut just barely made the cut of your top 10 or just yeah. barely the 60s no okay my top 10 okay the Rolling Stones. Hey, they made it. <laughs> they I didn't did. Know if they were gonna make it. All right, here are some songs that I can tolerate from them. <laughs> I can't get no satisfaction. Oh, uh, great one. You can't always get what you want. My personal favorite, "Get Off My Cloud," hey, and "Wild you. Horses." Wild horses. See, yeah, a lot of good songs. I know. When I was looking at it, I was like, "All right." Yeah. I just don't like the comparison to the Beatles. That yeah. You know, because I the, don't think that there's, like, an even playing field there. They'll be later in my uh, top ten, so I can get into some more detail on that as well. Um, but I also included, if I've seen the band or musician in concert, and who introduced me. So I have seen the Rolling Stones in concert. Lucky. And my dad... Was that on the zip code tour? I don't know. I think that's what it, You saw them at Arrowhead, right? Yeah. I think that's what it's called. I remember seeing billboards when I... It's just because you're making fun of it because you're jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my dad got me, or introduced me, to the Stones. That That's a good point, if you introduced... I would say for the Temptations... Um, Sounds like may, choir. Maybe Joyce Heisel. Shout out to Joyce Heisel, the uh, choir director. She, All right. She's no longer there. She's retired, but a wonderful woman. All right. Great. Moving on to number nines. All right, my number nine. Number nine? Number nine? It is not that bad. <laughs> that would be sad if they were that high or low, however you want to look at it. Is James Taylor. Oh, he's on my list, but a little higher up. A, l- a little higher? 
Okay, so James Taylor, I have seen in concert to yeah. add to your uh, thing. Yeah. I was a, there. There's only a, a few on here I can say that for, so yeah, you were there. Um, so great some great uh, James Taylor songs. You got Fire and Rain, Carolina in My Mind, Sweet Baby James, You've Got a Friend. I'll, I'll, I hope was, I didn't steal all of yours. No, there's one you did uh, not mention. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I got to remember that. So. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, Why do you like James Taylor? Or what do you have to say about him? Uh, so my favorite album from James Taylor in the 1960s was an easy pick because he only had one. <laughs> what uh, was it? Self-titled James Taylor. Mm. It had Carolina on my mind in it, though. That a, counts. A good album. If I had to pick my favorite of all time, I probably would have went Sweet so Baby James. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but a good album, none, yeah. nonetheless. Um, also, to go back to the Boys Glee, we sang Fire and Rain in Boys Glee. Dang. Yeah. Sounds like you guys sang some classic they, they songs. Were, they're throwing some, like, you know, well, <laughs> yeah, some real classic songs, like, from the 17th century and stuff, so, you know, like, uh, uh, What Do You Do With a Drunken Sailor? But mm-hmm. then you also have, we would consider these more contemporary songs. I did not choir, think Boys Glee was going to get this many shout outs. <laughs> Um, wow. But yeah, uh, so what, and what introduced me to James Taylor? I don't know. I think I got kind of into him in high school. Nice. Like, like a few of my friends got into him around that time too. That's adorable. Like listening to him, but I don't remember specifically like what inspired me to listen to him or anything. I don't have a specific story about that, but. Did you know, throw back to last week, Taylor Swift is named after James Taylor. I think they said that in the documentary, maybe. Do they? Maybe. Hmm. Anyways. I'm listening to an interview with him on Broken Record, and they mentioned that. Good tidbit. They mentioned that? Okay. Spoilers. (laughs) I haven't got to that episode. But anyways, that is my number nine. My number nine, number nine, is Pink (laughs) Floyd. My dad got me into them, and I love the songs Wish You Were Here, Mm. Comfortably Numb, in, oh, there's more. Hey, you, and oh, the wall. More. The wall almost didn't make it because isn't that one that's like, which is the one that we don't need no education. That is the wall, I believe. Yeah, we don't I need didn't no like thought that. control. I didn't like that part it, of the song because it, that was when I was like, I'm gonna be a teacher and I'm offended and these kids clearly need education because they're not speaking grammatically correctly. <laughs> but I think they're saying like. A different type of education, not that kind of education. I know, I know. Sometimes I can be a little on the literal side. That's okay. But yeah, I think so they are an incredibly... To... Oh. I'm sorry. Yes. Dad introduced you to Pink Floyd? Yes, he did. I think they are an incredibly unique and inventive band. Oh, and... very much so. Yeah. Very experimental. Yeah. And... I just think that they were, like, almost ahead of their time in a way. Um, I I just think that their music is really different, and there's not, like, something you can be like, oh, this is exactly like Pink Floyd. Right. They kind of stand on yeah. their own, and I, I respect that. Yeah. I don't want to overuse that, but that's going to be probably true of a lot of these bands. But for definitely so for Pink Floyd, like they're a very unique band. But of like the influential thing, yeah. Like this is an era when rock was really finding itself, and we're both probably going to have a lot of rock artists on ours. Mainly rock, yes. Yeah, and like this is a very early era of rock, so like 
a lot of people got influence from these bands, which is cool. Yeah. No, I I agree, but I'm saying I feel like they still like you listen to them now, which is like when I listen to them, mm-hmm. and like you feel like this band could still come out like five years ago or something. And no, I still feel like there hasn't been something that like is exactly that. Like they are just so different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. They're they're just kind of. I wasn't like... trying to disagree with you. So. Oh, okay. I, I was just trying I to add tell. to your point. Okay. Of like a lot of these bands are going to be that way and different. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I felt like saying that for Pink Floyd especially. That's very true. They deserve it probably almost more than anybody on these lists. Okay. Pink who Floyd is... did not make my list. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. Who is your number eight? My number eight? Mm-hmm. Oh, I turned the page too soon. <laughs> my number... We're not on seven yet. My number eight is CCR. Nice. Credence Clearwater Revival. Great band. So the, in my mind, like, when you think of 1960s bands, yeah, Credence, like, I know they were late 60s and early 70s. Sure. Like, you know, you think Vietnam. Yeah. Clearance Clearwater Revival. Fortunate like, Son. Yeah. Yeah, Fortunate Son. You got Proud Mary, Bad Moon Rising. I don't want to take... Are they are not on. They are not on your list. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen the rain? Uh, and then I mean, I respect them though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a really cool sound that you, you like listen to and gets you going. You know. They yeah. don't have a lot of like mellow songs, but no, they're like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gets you fired up. Um, favorite album from the 1960s was Willie and the Poor Boys. And there's that song too. I don't know. Down on the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. That's what that sure. song is called? Uh, the album is called Willie and the Poor Boys. Oh, okay. Boys. I thought you were saying the song was called. And I'm like, wait. But, I mean, what? it references that in there. Okay. Willie and the Poor Boys, I sing. Oh. I mean, my, I my singing's so perfect. I don't want to get a copyright. Yeah, yeah you're, you're like purposely trying to be quiet about it. Maybe I just didn't know that's what they were saying. Because sometimes I'm just yeah. like, oh, sure, yeah. I don't, I don't know where they were from. I should have looked that up, but I feel like the, Southern. I feel like Louisiana is the vibe I kind of get. They got yeah. like a lot of like yeah. I think they're like Southern. Oh, rock. a band I didn't look up, but I don't think they came out until the seventies. Leonard Skinner. They didn't have any in the sixties, right? I'm gonna feel really bad if I left them off and they were. I I feel like they're seventies, but I'm not sure. Okay, I don't have them on my my initial list, so I, hopefully I didn't just forget them. I mean, another... they're like the kings of Southern Rock. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying like Swamp Music. Okay. Anyways, CCR. Obviously, everybody's probably heard of them. Most of these people on our list. I think everybody on this list you've probably heard of, but still. I think I'm going to have at least one group that is not as popular. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, is it your number eight? No. Okay. My number eight is Grateful Dead. Who? Grateful Dead. <laughs> Okay, um, and the reason I'm not saying albums a lot is because I kind of like to listen to like like the greatest hits, kind of like the essentials of these artists. Like my dad was really into that, so I just kind of followed suit. But I just took it like unless I could specifically remember an iconic album of theirs mm-hmm. or like had an album that I listened to over and over. I didn't mention an album. So for Grateful Dead, I went with songs. We got Box of Rain, Sugar Magnolia, Fire on the Mountain. I mean, they have they have a lot of songs, but those are the ones I was like, yeah, I love me some Box of Rain. 
It's a good song. Um, another very unique band that my dad introduced me to, and I I think it would have been really cool to see them in concert. Yeah, when Jerry was still alive. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're still touring. What am I saying? <laughs> Sorry, guys. They have one. Uh, they have a very uh, fervent following. Is that the word? Yeah, I mean, Deadheads. Like, yeah. I feel like that invented the head thing. I yeah, like the fan. I call everybody head. Yeah, yeah. Um, started. With yeah, I just them. love how like they were kind of like a band that didn't win awards necessarily. They just kind of like were. They were. I feel like they were like, like a big touring band, right? Ground, like like always yeah, touring and stuff. Yeah, and they they were. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know them, but I feel like they were cool for that. They were just, like, doing their thing. Yeah, that definitely would have been a cool band to see back in the day. Yeah, I wish. I wasn't really into Grateful Dead until you introduced me. And I don't know why. Like, I, I guess I thought they were having... a cool sound. They're so I thought fun. When, I, when you burned me the list of essentials of yours, I was like, oh, this is not what I expected them to sound like. Even though I knew they were, like, from the 60s. Just, you know, the the name Grateful Dead and, like, the image of, like, the skull. I thought they were going to be like, a little harder. Yeah, like, more rock. No, they than, are like, so, like, mellow. peace and love. Yeah. Like, let's go smoke some whatever, man. <laughs> Please go on. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, number eight. All right. My number seven is uh, a little different. Mm. It's It's not rock. It's, what? It's Wani Cash. Is that who? Johnny Cash. Mm. He has some rock in him. Yeah. Um. So. He's only number seven. I expected him to be higher on your list. Oh really? Yeah. I feel like you really like him. I do really like Johnny Cash, but I'm. I was trying to weigh more of like the '60s era. Like, mm. I know we said that it's just our favorite artist from the '60s, but like feel like more of his 50s work but he did put out some really good songs in the 60s um yeah if you talk about longevity like his career spans 50 years from the 50s all the way up to the 2000s till he passed away he was still putting out music really with the american albums if you haven't listened to him he does like a lot of covers of different songs i'm sure you've heard like him sing hurt that nine inch nail song mm. he does like an excellent cover of that and uh personal jesus that I think it's the Pesh Mode song. Um, so yeah, the, all those American albums are very great. There was like six or seven of them from the early 2000s. Um, but from the 60s, uh, my favorite album of his was At Folsom Prison, which is another like mm-hmm. really cool, iconic thing he did. And he yeah. went to this prison and recorded an album live and played this show for prisoners and That's pretty tried dope. to like That's boost cool. morale and stuff. Yeah. Um, a couple of his big hits... I have our uh, Folsom Prison Blues, Walk the Line, Ring of Fire, Sunday Morning Coming Down, um, yeah, and then a couple others that I mentioned that are from later in his career, but... I like the movie Walk the Line. That is a good one, with uh, Reese. Reese and Joaquin, Joaquin. Phoenix. Wani Cash, that's my number seven. Gotta say, I mean, that's great that you like him, but there's something about him I just don't like. That outlawness voice. Oh, really? Sometimes I like it, and sometimes I'm like, interesting. I don't know. For like, I. I mean, he does have like a very deep voice. I feel like. 
I think if you're a singer, like, I really am going to judge you on how you sing. That's a dumb sentence. But, uh, but I, I can sense this is going to come up later on at the top of my <laughs> list. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> I don't know. Let's I just want to sing along, and I don't feel like I can sing along with some of these people. Okay. What's your number seven? My number seven is the first mom influence here. My oh, mom okay. introduced me to this lovely lady, Carol King. Nice. Obviously, I had to mention Tapestry because that's one of the best albums of all time. For real, like front to back, that, that album is it's perfection. Um, was that her first album? I think so. Of like just like her, right? Because she, she was wrote... a songwriter for like years. Um, if you haven't seen um, Beautiful, I know I was Carol gonna. Men- I made a note to mention that it's a very good musical, it and is. you kind of get to know you learn who these... she was before she like blew up. You know? Yeah, and learn all these songs that she wrote that you were like, wow. Yeah, super talented. Um, so my faves of hers, You've Got a Friend, mm-hmm. Where You Lead. Wait, I heard this under James Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have it under him, too. Uh, they wrote it's it fair, together. Yeah. That's a shared song. Um, where You Lead, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural, or You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, and So Far Away. But honestly, I could have kept going. <laughs> she has a lot of good songs. Where you lead? Where have I heard that song? It's a theme song to this, this like not very well known television show called um, Gilmore Girls. Kathy, what? I don't see that Carol King came out with an album in the sixties. Yes, she, but she, okay, she was <laughs> writing music in the sixties. See, her first album is Rider, 1970. She was writing music <laughs> in the 60s, though. Okay. So it counts. Pull out. She was a, an artist just because she didn't have her own albums. Are you serious right <laughs> now? I knew you would say this. I was just looking it up to see if Tapestry was her first album, and I noticed. She was relevant in the 60s. You're right. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Have you seen Carol King in concert? No. That makes me sad, but I just like had this fantasy of where of seeing Carol King and James Taylor Which together. They did not I that know. long ago, right? I know. So they can do it again for me. Who are we supposed to see James Taylor with? Was it Bonnie Wright? Bonnie Wright. Okay. Still a good artist. No Carol King. Not that we even saw Bonnie Wright though. I know she was she like got sick. sick. Had surgery or something, right? Yeah. No, I was excited to see Bonnie Raitt. I'm, I'm just saying, I specifically wanted to see Carol King and James Taylor because they would, yeah, do songs together. Together. They're friends. That's what that noise was. Friendship. <laughs> all right. You got all your Carol King thoughts out. I don't mean to be rude, but you kind of ruined it at the end. I'm just saying because I knew you were gonna say that, but. I think that she gets to slide into the 60s because she was writing I'm music so, in the 60s. I, I thought she had come out with albums in the 60s. I'm sorry. I'll, I revoke my statement. She is a 60s artist. Alright. Who is your number six? My number six is Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah, man. Who also, I would say, I think of as more of a 70s band, but they came out with two albums, both in 1969. Which is, can we just talk about that for a second? Like, 
how these bands and individuals like pumped out music back then like oh yeah well probably because they're like indentured servants under these contracts yeah, that like require no them to, to pump out these albums but anyways led zeppelin one and led zeppelin two both came out in 1969 so that qualifies them Woohoo! um so i would say my favorite album from the 60s for them was a little easier to choose because i only had two options i went with led zeppelin two it's got some great hips on hits on it um they could be hip songs yeah but um songs in general from them that i like stairway to heaven never heard of it i'm okay, kidding okay. i'm kidding i'm I kidding oh my god because we don't i've never seen you listen to Led zeppelin i know it's like a little more i like i like them okay yeah but they weren't they're not like my faves yeah. i like more music it's that a, has like harmony and stuff yeah it's a little more you know like hard guitar pounding which but i can definitely cool. appreciate them yeah yeah um so we got stare to heaven whole lot of love communication breakdown immigrant song yeah this was one that might oh i i've been forgetting to do the introduce thing um it's too late we'll just go with this one this was definitely one my dad used to listen to and got me into mm. um daddy and then Always loved that line from uh, School of Rock. <laughs> you guys never let the lead out. <laughs> <laughs> there is some. I love that movie. That is so a good movie. Good. Maybe we'll do that at some point. Um, and then also just, I really like their Lord of the Rings influence, which is so weird for like a Such huge nerds. rock band. Yeah. <laughs> like if you l listen to their lyrics, there's so many Lord of the Rings references in there. It's crazy. And Caleb can recite them all for you, but we are no. short on time. We won't so. do that now, yeah. <laughs> What's your number six? Okay, this is the group that I feel like not everyone has heard of. All right. Obviously, you have heard of them. Okay. But maybe some people out there. Okay, another mom influence for sure. This is like one of her all-time faves. Um, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Oh. Okay. Um, For albums, I was thinking like... I remember, like, driving around Wichita, listening to Peter, Paul, and Mary live albums. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we listen to a lot of them, um, for them. Oh, my gosh. They have so many good songs. And since they are a folk group, they kind of borrow music from other... Well, I just know you're immediately going to yeah. be like, that's a Bob Dylan song. Uh, that's a this guy song. <laughs> that's a this guy song. Okay. Damn it, you beat me to it. Yeah. You knew it's coming. Uh, okay, because I know you. I know you so well. All right. So, their rendition of Leaving on a Jet Plane, Blowing in the Wind. This one, I feel like they made a thing. Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> I shelf this sure. book... The book, Puffs Magic Dragon? Yes, by Peter in the band. That's why I'm like, I, I need to do some research, but I, I think maybe he act, they actually wrote that song. I'm not sure. I shout this book both at Derby and Andover so often. I'm like, why? I mean, it's a great song. Like, it's so fun. And it's actually, like, pretty deep because it's about kind of, like, loss Drugs. of innocence. I mean, Is that not what it's about? Okay, but it's also a children's song, so when children are listening to it, it's more like loss of innocence growing up. But yeah, okay, they're, yeah, it's about drugs. Anyway, um, Where Have All the Flowers Gone, and then their version of 500 Miles. If you don't even know that song or know who Peter Paul and Mary is, 
You have to listen to it. It'll give you freaking chills. That was written by Peter Puffman. I knew it! (laughs) I knew it! Okay. See, they have some original work. But I just love their harmonies. Yeah, it's definitely a U-band with the harmonies. Oh my god. Harmonies, folk. Yeah, I love folk. Yeah, my mom loves folk music, and so she definitely got me hooked on folk bands and artists and harmonies. I like folks who like folk. Yeah. Thanks, that's me. (laughs) But seriously, if you take away nothing from this, look up 500 Miles, sung by Peter, Paul, and Mary. And Puff the Magic Dragon. (laughs) If you're feeling frisky. Yeah, I wasn't saying listen to the song, I'm just saying... (laughs) You know, Puff the Magic Dragon, guys. Okay. Number five? Yeah. All All right. right. Now we're getting into, like, elites, I would say. Right. My number five is probably the band that maybe people haven't heard of, but they're so influential now. Velvet Underground. Okay. But I feel like it's... It's in their name. Underground. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Velvet. Are you a big Velvet Underground fan? I just didn't know... What do you mean? I don't talk about them enough. Oh, this is the Andy Warhol. This was the Andy Warhol reference with the banana. That album, which is my favorite album of theirs from the 60s. They only had a couple in the late 60s, but uh, that is The Velvet Underground and Nico. That's Um, the name of the album? Yep. Okay. With the banana? With the banana. Okay. Fun fact, the banana is actually a sticker that you could peel off and then it's like red underneath or something and like an unpeeled banana but yeah if you find it with the sticker on it it's like more rare now and like worth more money and stuff huh yeah yeah because everybody wanted that sticker yeah that cool banana sticker um so velvet underground i feel like with you were talking about pink floyd pink floyd but a little different because you were just saying like nobody had that has that sound before or since Mm -hmm. i would say Velvet Underground was just, like, really ahead of their time. Okay. When you, like, listen to their music and not knowing when the band was around, you would think this could have come out, like, just within the last decade, like, hmm. in my opinion. Well, that's the only p- opinion that matters Okay, I right didn't now. know what that hmm meant. I'm just making sure. I don't know enough about them to be an expert. So All right, so some I'm of my... To you. Uh, and then Discovery on this, just... I don't know, listening to it. I, I feel like I got them to first listen to them probably in high school. Okay. Which is a lot of these bands, like high school, college. Yeah. Um, but some of my favorite uh, singles by them are Sunday Morning, Sweet Jane, and Femme Fatale. Um, and that the uh, first album there, The Velvet Underground and Nico, is unique because it's another artist they bring in to sing on some of the songs, Nico. Who has their own library of work. Nico Case? Not Nico Case. Mm. Nico Case, I believe, is N-E-K-O, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is N-I-C-O, Nico. Mm. Just Nico. That was her name. Don't ask me where Nico is now, but yeah. Uh, Where is she? But Lou Reed also was the lead singer. He went on to a very good uh, solo career as well. And yeah, they're my number five because of how influential they are, I feel like. And I really enjoy that album and then um, Loaded as well, if you're looking for another. 
we'll have to listen to them together. Okay. All right. My number five, an artist you've already mentioned, James Taylor. Mm. Both my parents are into James Taylor, so I gave it a mom slash dad. MD. And I have seen him in concert. You were there. So are my parents. Was that the only time, or have you seen him another time? No, just that time. Nice. All right. Songs that I like by Sweet Baby James. We got Sweet Baby James. (laughs) Fire and Rain. You've got a friend. And how sweet it is. To be loved by you. You didn't mention that song. I know. I was leaving it for you because I knew you were going to mention it. Really? No. Oh. Okay, cool. I forgot I feel it. Special. He's got a lot of good songs. Yeah, he has a lot of hits. Like, I know a lot of artists come out with more than one great greatest hits album. But I feel like he definitely um, has done that. Yeah, I know he has done. I was, I don't know I, what I was going for. Like, you know how sometimes you're like, is this a real greatest hit? Like this one you're including on your greatest hits album. But I feel like his are like, no, these were all great hits. Yeah, he just has a lot of good songs. I love like his personality as well. He's just yeah, like a happy guy. Um, but listening to this interview it sounds like his life started out kind of sad. But yeah, Fire and Rain, isn't it about... Well, don't they... I feel like he's been interviewed as it's about a real person. I don't know. Doesn't it like, sound like it's about like a plane crash or something? Hmm. Fire and Rain, just yesterday morning, they let me know you were mm-hmm. gone. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. Wow. See, I can recite it all I... because we sang it in Boys Glee about... Freaking... Ten like, times a day. You do this. <laughs> I oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know the backstory to every song. Oh, I I didn't say you had to know. I was just asking if you. I'm not sure. That. Not sure. Haven't heard it. Okay. Not sure. Um, yeah, James Taylor, he's a cool guy. Okay. Let's move on to my number four. I think we should. Okay, my number four, which I haven't heard on your list yet, and I know will be there, so it must be coming up, is Simon and Garfield. We have the same. I was like, look, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so this is another band I don't think I was into as much until I met you. That makes me so happy. But they're, like, definitely up my alley, so I don't know why I wasn't, like... I listened to some Paul definitely Simon. Definitely what? Up my alley. Sorry. Okay. I had listened to some Paul Simon. Yeah, so... But then. I hadn't really gone back and listened to a whole lot of Simon and Garfunkel. Weird. I'm not sure why. Because you it. knew he was in another, like he was in a band yeah, before. I had heard of Simon and Garfunkel, but I don't know. Fascinating. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, favorite album is Bookends. Mm-hmm. Introduced to by yours truly. I would, mm-hmm. I would give you credit. I mean, I'd heard some songs, but yeah. Um, oh, that's so sweet! You had a Kathy introduction. <laughs> um, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Sorry, I don't like <laughs> From that. From the song. graduate. I don't like that movie. Uh, America. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know how many. Have. I don't want to take all yours, so I'll. I'll just leave it there. You probably I, got the rest. And I I'll had th- a lot. Yeah, I'll throw in any that I have that you won't mention, and we can go to you now. Okay, Simon and Garfunkel. This 
was a dad influence. Wow. Although my mom fun. really likes them, too. Yeah. But I fe- I don't want to get any kind of... Ooh, better just throw out both names. <laughs> <I'm dead. laughs> I saw Paul Simon in concert with my dad. Nice. So I feel like I'm Where kind that of... that at? Starlight. Nice. Okay. And since everybody loves a good Kathy concert story. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I do my research. I look up, you know, what their, their set list and stuff. And so I knew, you know, manage XX expectations don't expect this yeah right but and he like put on an amazing show he has a really talented band they're Mm -hmm. very diverse and just like great musicians moving from kind of simon garfunkel uh he had a great solo career right and like very much evolved like like always changing up his sound yeah experimenting with different things and usually succeeding at them yes so, I, I mean, wonderful, wonderful show. But then the encore <laughs> came around, and there was one thing that I was disappointed about, because this was right around the, t- um, that boxer guy, what's his name, that died a few years ago? Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali. Oh. He had, like, died, like, within that month, and I was like... He should play the boxer in honor, but he didn't, so that made me mad. <laughs> but that song does have a lot of words, so maybe he just doesn't remember all the words to it. Is it about Muhammad Ali? No, no. <laughs> but wouldn't that have been like a... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he didn't do that. Maybe he did it like when he was in Kentucky or something, because that's where Muhammad Ali's from. Maybe he was saving it for that. I don't think so. No? Okay. Okay. But it was just him and his guitar, and... I was like, I think he's going to... I turned to my dad, and I'm like, I think he's going to do Sound of Silence. And my dad's like, no, he's not. Like, Art's not here. You know, that kind of thing. Like, he can't do that song on his own. And then he starts strumming the opening chords, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Sound of Silence! Because that's, like, my favorite Simon and Garfunkel song. And I just, like, died and went to heaven. Wow. I'm happy you fell back to Earth, you angel. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, okay. What are so some tracks? I, I freaking Besides love Sound Paul Simon, but I mean, Art Gun. Art can, in my mind, like, I don't really have any. I know, he's a weird guy, but you can't deny That's his true. voice. I mean, I, I'd say that he was sort of riding on the coattails of Paul's writing, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's always gonna, it's never gonna be like an even Lennon McCartney. Anyway, um, all right, Sound of Silence, duh, obviously, freaking poetry, man. Then we got Bridge Over Troubled Water, Hmm. The Boxer, Homeward Bound, Cecilia, I'm a Rock, (laughs) America. How's this number four? I, I, because you know that my top three are like, oh. I only know one. I'm, I actually... Oh, I'll see it. But. Yeah. They could have been three or four. Because okay. I feel pretty equally passionate about this next band that I'm going to talk about. Um, but yeah. It's a tight competition. That's true. It was a very good era for music. I know. I wanted to be... Besides the fact that there was like some kind of upsetting stuff going on like politically and Which tensions. some would argue is what inspires. Yeah. Um, Which is I, why sometimes... we're in a good music era now, I feel. <laughs> uh, 
No, we're in a bad music era. No, we're not. I mean, I... I I'm not saying I want that. Just... But I'm not giving Trump any credit for any kind <laughs> of anything. Yeah, Zero I wasn't trying cred. to say that. Okay. That kind of sounded like what you were trying wow, to say. Wow, okay. I know. I've seen you wear a red hat before. <laughs> this is not funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Okay. To explain that, Caleb wore a red hat once, and I was like, that looks like a certain kind of hat, and then he got mad. And then I got rid of the hat. Yeah. It was a Boulevard Brewing hat. <laughs> and I already felt it before you said anything, every time I wore it. I'm like, I like that hat, but I can't. And it's got, like, white text on it. We'll just get you a hat about that, but not that coat. Anyways, okay. should we move on to our number three? I guess. All right, my number three was already on your list, and I'm sure you know what it is now. The Rolling Stones. Oh. Um, so, Rolling Stones, I would say probably the Faja. My dad introduced me to Rolling Stones more. Like he was the Faja? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Being weird. Uh, my dad um, introduced me more to Rolling Stones. Uh, so... Favorite album from the 60s, one of the greatest albums of the 60s, Let It Bleed. Um, so you got... Uh, that was a perfectly timed yawn. Yep. <laughs> you got Gimme Shelter, um, You Can't Always Get What You Want, as you mentioned earlier. Um, get Off of My Cloud. Uh, I do really like that Mother's, song. Uh, or 19th Nervous Breakdown, sorry. Um, and then also uh, Honky Tonk Women. Honky Tonk Women. This was my ringtone in high school. Gathering. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Why? Because <laughs> I loved it. Okay. It was funny to me that the Rolling Stones, this British band, this British rock band, had a song about Honky Tonk Women. And I'm like, I'm f I live in Missouri. I'm going to put this in my ringtone because it's funny. Wow. And it's a good song. High school Caleb. He was an interesting guy. Oh, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> um, and uh, we have to get into this now. Shamefully, Caleb used to be a contrarian. Why? And uh, in the Rolling Stones Beatles debate, he would sometimes say, Rolling Stones, don't hit me. Don't break up with me. Ah! Why? I'd love to hear his argument because it's not current Caleb's argument. I hope. No, it's not. Well, obviously, I have not mentioned the other band, so yeah. <laughs> I um, just okay. Can I for a moment? You can. I think it's dumb that we're pitting two great bands against each I agree. other. Can't they both be good? I mean, in my mind, one's clearly better, but it's not a competition. I don't. I don't know if that's. The argument that one is good and the other's bad. I mean, some people are dumb and they make that argument. What do you think the argument is then? Just Who which one is better? Which one do you like more? Not saying that, like, I like this one so the other one's automatically trash. Mm. Okay. But, anyways, yeah, Caleb was a contrarian, so he picked the stones because he thought that was more, the more edgy and popular opinion. Unpopular. Is what you said? Yeah. Okay. Because the Beatles is like the easy pick, I feel like. Rightly so. Um, so, yeah, that is that is the Rolling Stones, my number three. Artist of the 60s. My numero trace is... 
Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Oh, of course. And sometimes Young. Sometimes. And I guess I owe Young, like, a little bit more credit because Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young did my favorite Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young song. <laughs> song. Teach your children. Young was in the band when that song came out. Yeah. <laughs> Not well. Okay, so Teach Your Children is also a a gem of a song. So, not to brag, but I saw them in concert. And it was a really good concert. Also at Starlight. They get some good artists there. Um, I just, yeah, like, the harmony is, like, uniquely beautiful. I mean, argue a better harmonic band. Oh, wait. You can't. We got Teach Your Children, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, Our House, Helpless, Ohio. I easily could keep going, but I want to give some airtime to my top two. What's your number two? My number two is The Beatles! I was trying to do an Edo Solve and that was bad. No, oh, that was good. Alright, so I don't think... Uh, as we were just talking about, you know, <laughs> the easy choice for the better of the two. Um, probably the greatest rock band of all time, period. Good. So then why are they your number two? Well, my number one isn't a rock band. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, the evolution through the years yeah. of the Beatles is something I... Aspire took me, to. Took me too long. Well, that, sure. <laughs> but also it took me too long to appreciate. Like, mm. I always listen to, you know, their... The back, big hits. What's that? Sorry, I'm going to stop. The big hits. Uh, <laughs> more like, you know, the early 60s, you know, was like, I saw her standing there and um, Twist and Shout, you know, the early songs before they came to America. Yeah. Um, but later on... Started listening more to all their later hits when they got more experimental mm -hmm. and better songwriting, probably. Right? Well, Did those aren't, I guess, all her standing there is, but like. Yeah, Some of them Twist aren't their songs. Yeah, yeah. Like they, were, they were doing a lot of covers. That's, that's true. Yeah. Anyways, I know you're going to get into them too, so I won't take too much time. But we have uh, a Boys Glee shout out is back. We sang And I Love Her. Oh, cute. Who um, were you thinking about when you <laughs> sang that song? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry it was not you. I had not met you. Oh, I wasn't saying... That would have been weird if you were thinking about me. <laughs> Think about this girl. She lives in Overland Park. I've never met her. But she's cool. I can just feel it. Um, so, impossible to list all the tracks. But... <laughs> But I will say A Day in the Life hmm. is uh, just a masterpiece mm -hmm. in music. And then obviously... Is that your favorite Beatles song? My favorite album is Sgt. Pepper's, which ends with A Day in the Life. I would say A Day in the Life is probably what I would go with. Wow, that's a pretty unique uh, answer. Oh my god, thank you. You're welcome. You know how I cherish that. Right. Uniqueness. I all right. Unique guy. Thank you. What is your number two? My number two is a folk singer by the name of P. 
Pete Seeger. Ah, of course. This is a major mom wait, influence. Wait. It's funny because I don't I have Pete Seeger, but we kind of yeah. uh, one and twos are similar. Flip flopped. All right, Pete Seeger, talk about influence. Talk about folk. Talk about you want me to revolutionary. Talk about these oh no! Oh, you're. I'm just talk. saying, okay. like, it's like I'm kind of introducing him. You know? No, I was just yeah, kidding. yeah. Okay, so. Songs that he has sung that I think he did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> this land is your land. We shall overcome. Because, again, a folk Little singer, boxes. so a lot of them are covers. Yeah. Waist deep in the big muddy. Etc. What about my Oklahoma home blowed away? It's a freaking great song. <laughs> I I just, I, I love that he brings, like, humor. Mm -hmm. But also, like, he does it in a pretty, like, sly way. Because it's like, he's being funny, but then he's talking about the Dust Bowl, you know? Yeah. Or like, he's being funny, but then he's... serious topics. Yeah, like, he just... Slipping in, yeah. um, like, progressive feelings type of thing or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, waist deep in the big money. I said money. Muddy. <laughs> I wrote a paper on that in college. Wow. Yeah. Brag alert. And you did not see Pete Singer in concert. No. Oh. I'm going to say... In He's not alive anymore. Sorry. He lived a long life. I know. He was like 90, wasn't he? 90-something? Yeah. I really recommend the PBS documentary about him. I think that's still on my list for us to watch. Yeah. It's on my list. Oh. For list. you. For me. Okay. Yes. Love if you him. had to recommend uh, one song to... I would say Pete Seeger is also one, because I didn't know about Pete Seeger before I you. know. So... If you little, boxes. One, little boxes. Little boxes. It's that's short. The one you, it's you sweet. Recommended to me, yeah. I think it's. I mean, my mom might correct me, but I think it's her favorite Pete song. If not, it's close. It's up there. And it, he does that, you know, like that sly thing. Yeah. But, yeah. That sly thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. You're Should move on one. to the number ones. Drum roll, please. Oh God, that's gonna sound great. Bob Dylan. Ask for a drum roll. That's on you. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. All right. Um, I believe you mean Robert Zimmerman. <laughs> that is correct. M-I-T. M-O-T. M-O-T? Yes. Yes. And then he left. And then he and came then, back. Did he come back? He came he back. He came back. Okay. He came back. <laughs> um, he figured it out. So, favorite Bob album from the 60s, Free Will and Bob Dylan. Um, so. But that's not your favorite Bob album, is it? No, yeah. It is? The one with the two people? Mm-hmm. Okay. What were you thinking? I guess that's what I was thinking. Okay. Um, so, Bob is somebody I discovered in high school. I can't remember what exactly inspired me to seek out Bob Dylan. Yeah, but how did this obsession start? I, I specifically start? remember mm. going to Best Buy. Oh, my God. Best Buy! <laughs> Went to Best Buy with Adnan. <laughs> no? Cereal? Yeah. I feel like every time I hear yeah. Best Buy now. <laughs> yes! Like, okay, I need. How is he with Best at, with Jay? <laughs> with Jay at Best Buy. Oh, okay, that's, that's not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Remember when we did like a whole podcast episode yeah. about cereal? It's a great podcast. Uh, anyways. The best. Bob Dylan. So I remember specifically like going, and you know, I'm like not huge on greatest hits albums anymore. But yeah. This is uh, like to get started, you know. So I go and get a Greatest Hits Bob Dylan album and listen to it and recognize a few songs, but like also just 
fall in love with all the other ones. You know, Tambourine Man and... Um, Don't you mean Mr. Tambourine Man? Yes, Mr. Tambourine Man. Tangled Up in Blue. What? <laughs> you could easily do your little, don't call me that, that's my dad, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tambourine Man's my father. Anyways. Call me Tam. Um... <laughs> Another one of his that I is the lesser known that I really like is Hurricane. It's like an eight minute ballad about Reuben Carter and how he was falsely imprisoned and he I I believe Reuben Carter wrote to Bob and Bob wrote this song and then it helped him get his release from prison. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um I think there's a movie about it with uh about Hurricane Carter, uh with Denzel Washington. But anyways, Greatest American songwriter of all time, period. All right, your, your turn. Here's your number one. <laughs> Just going to end on that note. I, I don't think he was a bad songwriter. I just don't think he's a good singer. Yeah. Can you at least say that? Oh. Sorry, computer. He, he has a unique voice. I'll give you that. Can't even say that. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're a good fan. You're a true fan. <laughs> Loyal. Okay. My number one is Who this very, very small... Not ever got their From due Liverpool? kind of band. I think I've seen them in Liverpool. Yeah. Or Germany, but not anywhere else. Germany? Because they had this thing where they were like, we were big in Germany. No, no, no. It was <laughs> Hamburg. We were big in Hamburg. In Germany? No. Hamburg. <laughs> okay. The Beatles. All right. So my, both my parents like the Beatles, but my dad is like, Beatles. And I saw both Beatles. Paul and Ringo in concert. Both of them twice. Brag alert. Oh, total brag alert, but rightly so. Okay, the best Beatles album, in my humble opinion, is the White Album. Because. Well, it's got it's the most g- tracks. All right, and we don't have time to have a skate. Number nine? Yeah, and that's <laughs> funny. Okay, so we got Dear Prudence, that's my favorite, favorite um, song. Then, then I just went kind of like. The hits. Yeah. Revolution. Let It Be. Hey Jude. Yellow Submarine, because I love my boy Ringo. <laughs> and something, because I love my boy John. George. <laughs> I meant to say George. <laughs> I love them all. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just feel like the Beatles are music, you know? If I was going with, like, more, like pop song you know a day in the life is really good and but like crazy but hey jude man hey jude you can't that, that song is so or good. let it be that too you can't yeah, like it's so hard to pick up how <laughs> well no but i'm just saying like how does one do that oh how does one write that that's just Create so it? impressive yeah. revolution like these like they when really we've, we've mentioned influential so many times but if you had a nickel for every time a band has mentioned seeing the Beatles. Bruce Springsteen talks about it yeah. ad nauseum in his book about how he watched them on Ed Sullivan. Well, that's like what inspired him to... That's what inspired so yeah. many yeah. people to pick up a guitar and Right, the Beatles and... on Ed Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah, he inspired a generation. They, many, they, multiple. They. Sorry. <laughs> I'm losing which, it. Which one's he? Who was it? All of them. Just, Ringo, just Ringo, specifically. <laughs> That guy back there on the drums. I yeah. will. Okay, that's just where drummers are. That's not a reflection <laughs> on like where his place in history or music is. 
I will say... I will debate you Ringo night and day. gets way too bad a rap. And yeah. I've come around to that. Thank I'm, you. I'm sorry. I'm glad he has you as a defender. Oh, I... That's like my favorite thing to debate about. <laughs> did that you write a paper in college guns. about that? <laughs> no. Yes, I did! <laughs> yes, I did! Thank you! I wrote a speech for him in speech class, inducting him into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a solo artist. Yeah, that's better than mine. I did one on Bob Dylan, which is funny, but mine wasn't like anything clever like that. It was just like the first speech I had in freshman in freshman speech class in college, and it was just like, Robert Zimmerman was born in Duluth, Minnesota. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, I got into it because yeah. like I freaking love Ringo. I think I just love someone who doesn't get their due because yeah. I feel that way sometimes. Alright, should we... As much as we could talk about the Beatles for another hour. Yeah, I could just do an episode on the Beatles. Maybe someday. One day. Um, let's move on to Currently Captivating Positives. All right, I'm going to start with the Currently Captivating Positive. Happy birthday to Kathy! Hey! It is on Saturday, so by the time this episode comes out, I'm going to be the She will be 26. Real old. Wow. On her own health insurance. Yeah. Let's go up right before you guys. Thanks. Um, so obviously that will be a lot of fun this weekend, having dinner and seeing uh, some of your family. Um, and then also, as a CCP, I've been watching Watchmen, uh, the HBO series, and I highly recommend it. It's very well paced. And... Uh, very well done if you like uh, comic book stuff. Love it. What is your currently captivating positive? I also had my birthday and then a show. Wow. Wow. So in sync. High five on that. All right. Yeah. I'm a birthday girl. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> um, also, <laughs> I love birthdays. Okay. Also, I think everyone should watch Shrill Season 2. Ah, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. I like that it's a quick watch. Yeah, we watched it in two days, and it was just, like, amazing. And two nights, really. Yeah, two yeah. sittings, yeah. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned for, for... what we're doing next week, because we might have some big changes in the works. Whoa. Whoa. That's all I'm going to say. Get ready. We're 60 episodes in. Try to sw Time to switch gears. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Take Hug those loved ones. This is with heavy heart, I gotta say. Don't forget to vote. Uh, we can't go into it. I'll okay. just start crying. I'm sorry. Please get out and vote in your primaries. Please vote. See you next Sunday.